So, hi guys, welcome back to Rejuvenate Spice It Up. This is your favorite host, Esther, and your favorite podcast, your favorite self-growth podcast. And we already, you know, did our New Year episode, and I told you guys to anticipate, you know, what comes next and how we move from there. So, welcome back to our, I would say, first full episode for this year and this season season five and hopefully you guys were able to listen to the previous episode and if this is your first time thank you for discovering this um, show and i hope you become a part of this family and if you've been with me for you know a very very long time or ever since i started i appreciate you guys and hopefully we get you know amazing and interesting conversations topics and you know fun activities this year so stick with me okay all right so coming back to today's activity what is our agenda for today today i'm going to be touching on topics that we could use to propel ourselves in a good good um state of mind uh, for this year in respect to you guys already know self-growth we're all about self-growth self-help and developing body mind and soul so this episode today i'm going to be having a guest with me and we're going to be talking about you know we have a specific topic but then you know when things start flowing in we could touch base on so many things so let's let's let me just end it here and get started and i'll introduce my guest my first ever guest for 2024 so you guys anyway so i have here with me the one and only miss new jersey of 2023 uh, <laughs> miss derby Tukudi, and yeah so i'm going to have her introduce herself but she's going to be my number one guest <laughs> for today so debbie um yeah just introduce yourself to the listeners Thank you, Esther, for having me here. Happy New Year. Super excited to be joining you in today's conversation. Like you said, I'm currently the Miss New Jersey USA um, of 2023. Still raining, we'll pass down my crown later this year. And um, I like to think introductions are very hard because like, oh, what do you say? But um, Nigerian-American, born in the US, raised in Nigeria, um, really grew up, spent my, my foundational years in Nigeria. So shout out to Nigeria. I currently work in finance. Um, when I'm not working or when I'm not like doing something pageant related, I'm always big on like reading, traveling, spending time with people that I love. I'm also giving back. So I, I have a huge passion for mentoring young women, instilling confidence, like just answering questions that they may have and just doing something. Like for me, I'm always on that theme of like, how do you live a colorful life? How do you dream big and live big? I don't believe that my life is meant to be just, you know, work and some money and go to bed. And I feel like it's so much more than what society may show us life is about. And I'm always about like asking questions, digging deep. So you can call me your real life adventurer who is not afraid of the risks and challenges that may come my way. But as long as I get the answers I'm looking for, or the experiences that I may never have dreamt of, mm-hmm. I will always like go for it. Right. I hope you guys heard that. Um, I mean, it makes sense with all the things that you say you do. Um, apart from your actual, you know, 
professional career and it 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 just explains you pursuing you know the pageantry means new jersey because you're not just doing that for the sake of pageantry you're doing that to also uh give people and you know the world a chance to know what kind of a person you are and you know how impactful you want to be out there in the world so i won't i'm not surprised with all the things you say about like giving back you know um doing whatever you can do out there to um, help people and share what you have your knowledge and your experience and everything and speaking of that i wanted you to actually you know touch base on you know that new space that you found yourself in did you ever think you were going to pursue pageantry um or was it something that you know you were advised to do or you're just like oh you know what I have found a new, you know, passion, a new person. I think I should try this and see how it goes. Did you just go in like, you know, let's see how it goes or you had a plan and how, how did it, how did it work for you? Like, how did it happen? Yeah. So I think I um, definitely didn't think about competing in pageants. Didn't even know what that was. I mean, I knew about Miss World and Abani Darego and people yeah. used to call me Abani Darego. Like, and that's just like a way of like, oh yeah, you know. Slim, yeah, and you know how you look and stuff. Yeah. So I always laugh, but then um, in college I did the Black Student Union pageant. Nothing mm-hmm. close to anything I'm doing now, but it was just for me. I was looking to like build community, try new things, make me learn new skills. So through that experience, we had to fundraise. You have to kind of like tell your story of who you are. So communication skills and these two things, I was like, you know, these are core skills that are important anyway. So I would gladly do um, this opportunity. So that's what got me started there. But I didn't, I didn't think much about it because I didn't even win. It was a great experience, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna come back before my senior year and come again with the goal of winning. That never happened because I had other things. I had two majors. I was trying to finish my econometrics and capstone paper to get my econ degree. Like a lot more important things were happening. Um, but even after that pattern, that pattern was when I just started in like 2015. In 2016, I had an opportunity because then I was still 18. I was like 16 or 17. Um, there was an opportunity to represent the one of the teen pageants in Kentucky because I went to school in Kentucky. And I looked into it, it was interesting, but then after talking to one of my professors, it didn't seem like the right move to make because the financial commitments, we're not sure of the kind of leadership of the pageant system, which is a big thing. You want to look at the leaders and say, like, are these people for me? Not just only about oh, the experience. And after looking at everything, we decided that no, it wasn't. So I forgot about it then. But people will still ask me if I was a model. So I remember my first internship at Wells Fargo, they literally asked my manager, did you hire models? It was me and my friend. So I actually looked into modeling, but like, and I would get all these flyers and things like that, but it just seemed too complicated. And what I always thought about for modeling was different from the traditional route of people going for castings. For me, it was like, you'd be so good at what you're doing that magazines, media outlets want to feature your story. And by virtue, you become a model because when they make you the face of a cover, when a designer wants you to walk their show, that was kind of the way I always thought about modeling. And I still do think about that for me in terms of a career. So when people are like, oh, are you a model? Sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know, not really. But yes, is the answer. Um, and then fast forward, one of the ladies, um, her brother-in-law had gone to my college and we got connected somehow. So I would do a bunch of like writing projects for her. And we just like got talking. She did a pageant. 
and I saw it and she was top five. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is a great experience. And when I was graduating college, I was really challenging myself to rewrite what the narrative I've heard about post-college experiences um, to be. So I always heard like, oh, people were like, oh, you never really read like you used to read in college or it's just going to be all about work. And that something didn't just seem right. I'm like, wait, that sounds like boring. Like if everything goes downhill when you graduate, then what are we really doing? So I was challenging myself to be open to try as many opportunities as I could try because I had this whole thing. You never know if you're good at something if you don't give yourself a chance to try. So for me, it was less about winning. It was like, just go do it. Go get exposed. Because guess what? You're going to be stand out even more and more than other people. Because I was going into a field where everybody's smart. So like, okay, you're smart. Old news. Like, what makes you different? Right. So it, the challenge is always like, oh, what can I do that differentiates me from the next 300 people? Mm-hmm. Or the next 1,000 people? And so, so this, that whole mentality was the perfect one to have when I was leaving college. Um, and I kind of like spoke to her to learn more about her experience. I did my research, followed the system. I used to email them a lot, but they had not had a padding system, padding competition until last year. Mm-hmm. Um, which they did reach out to me, but it was a little too late because I already won with New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, even, when they were not responding, I was like, okay. You can either drop this whole interest or you can keep just researching and see there has to be more than one system out there. So I came across New York, USA, which leads to Miss USA. And I kind of dropped an application and forgot about it. And um, fast forward two years later, there was an invite to do a phone interview. I love conversations, I love talking. So it wasn't a big deal. I had I didn't prepare anything. And I say that not to be like, oh, I didn't prepare anything. Like, obviously, one of the key things you're going to learn from my story is preparation is key. Well, you've heard the whole thing about like, if you stay ready, then you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. And when I look back at my experiences, there was every day was always a form of preparation. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy because one of the things I did today, I had like two MLK events. And one of them, I didn't know I was going to speak at them. But the mayor called me up to speak. And I spoke for like three to five minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody would have sworn that I, I prepared my speech and I did not. But like part of it is like you've practiced so hard, so much down the line many years ago and you're able to speak from the heart and speak and connect to the people. So that's kind of like a skill I was able to flex. And that was what was happening in the interview. So I was having a great time. But as I was having the interview, I said, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. Like, first of all, nobody in my entire family that I'm aware of had done anything of this such caliber. So first of all, there's always that thing of like, there's nobody I've seen do this before. So what makes me think I can be the first? Mm. But then again, I was giving myself excuses. But then for me, my journey, you see like faith, God is a central part of the journey. And immediately it was like, okay, God, what do you think? You know, if you're in this stuff, I'm going to go. If God does anything and it's so hard, regardless, I'm going to go anyway. Even if I end up like falling, I end up failing. If God was in there, I'd rather be there than something that God is not. Mm-hmm. One of the words I kind of received in my heart um, along that period was winning is the cherry on the top. It's who you're becoming that is more, more important. Mm-hmm. And that for me was very deep and strong and enough for me to hold on to during this process because I knew that there was going to be challenging times. So, I mean, I think the short answer to the question is I didn't plan pageantry. God planned it because I can trace it. But when I look back at certain events in my life, I'm just like, it seemed random, but it was not necessarily random. And one of the things I wrote in my weekly newsletter this week was those random 
events that you think are random are literally seeds that are being planted. Mm-hmm. And in the right time, you look back and you're like, wow, this was what this was meant to be or grow into. So it wasn't planned, but I saw it as an opportunity to um, be that face of, I usually said, like, be the face of possibilities, mm-hmm. especially if it was something that had, I hadn't seen happen. And if I hadn't seen happen, in my family lineage, there everybody else in the lineage that hasn't seen that happen. And then you think about like who is in your community that hasn't seen representation of like an African or a black woman or a Wall Street professional in this realm. So you're giving people a blueprint that this is possible. And I feel like at the end of the day, everything we're doing, we're looking for people to show us this is possible. So that for me, and they ended up being like more, like you said, more than a pageant. It was more of like a mission to mm-hmm. give that whole release and say like, it's possible, go for it. Mm-hmm. You have permission. Yeah. Well, that's, that. that's, you've said a whole lot of, <laughs> a whole lot of amazing things. Um, and it's true uh, because I, I don't know if you know, but you probably have an idea. Uh, maybe some people have, you know, mentioned this to you, but um, you, you, sort of have i don't know place yourself as a inspiration to other young um, ladies out there who are thriving and wanting to you know do something tangible and impactful out there you know it's not like you're, you're too young for this i can try this you said that you started from when you were in college you know while you're dealing with normal college and you know that's part of the topic that we're talk- going to talk about how are you able to still you know balance i have this goal i'm trying to finish school but there's this new thing this new level that i'm tapping into and you know exploring and exposing myself to new experience so um how are you able to balance that but before we get there let me not digress um you you are you are truly an inspiration um i feel like you really took a bold step and not everyone would think you know to want to try out something like that and uh it doesn't matter i like i always mention this sometimes on um in my podcast i'm just like if there's something you want to try like try it be exposed to new skill every day uh we have resources out there now that are very very much accessible uh that you you probably are not exposed to certain things like let's say there's this way to um learn about this certain skill i normally would have to maybe go register with someone and like be like a part of a class or but now it's the, it's pretty much maybe something you could just access easily free to you so it be open to gaining new experience and you know new skill and having all of that in in there because you don't know when you know that might come in you know when you might need any of those things and um in all it just shows me that you just went through like a new experience phase learning phase and took whatever came with it like you said god is in this because that's actually priority number one god has to be in it so it makes sense Uh, if god is in it fine and if if he's not you're going to probably get like certain lessons from in from there and certain experiences and use them for you know whatever next next phase or next thing that you're doing and yeah i i i mean i followed up the whole thing and i was and i was hyping the back in the background even though even though we were not like 
major major faces there, but we're giving all hype. <laughs> all wow. hype time. But it was it was actually like I actually kind of felt like part of the experience, like seeing how everything has been, and um, I know that everything can be like wow this is and it kind of puts you in a, in a different mentality right it puts you in a different mental zone from where you've been and you know there are things that you you probably um know how to address better now and um people who mm-hmm. didn't think of uh, being involved with and you know having that interaction with and then you know you find yourself there it's all growth this is this is the the core thing what we talk about here growth how can you make yourself grow every single day as a young adult and even if you're an older adult it doesn't matter i always say yeah. this we always oh, okay. growth doesn't stop <laughs> growth doesn't stop you see we see older adults now some are becoming rappers some are becoming djs some are becoming you know podcast hosts some are becoming you know things so it doesn't matter because i actually do have like <laughs> um listeners in all age range so it it it's not just you know the younger adults it's it also whatever lifespan um time that you find yourself in you can always grow uh so let's yeah i'm glad you did um go deep into how you became a part of that process so let us go into now the topic um how were you able to you know have certain values and goals and i'm saying this in terms of not just specific values like it could be i have this principle that i i've always held on to right and i intend to hold on to this forever and ever till the lord calls me home <laughs> i have this certain value and standards that i've placed for myself and i don't i don't intend to yeah. go down that um regardless of you know where i find myself and i have this certain goal be it spiritual goal relationship goals people with family um you know career goal whatever it is like how are you able to balance you know the the new demands and you know the new pressure of finding yourself in that scenario because i'm i'm specifically going with that new level that you found yourself in right it's mm-hmm. different from what you ever thought of right and so finding yourself in that in that mm-hmm. zone in that space how are you able to balance your values and your goals you know with all of that and also even when you started your actual career like what you, you went to school for and studied like how are you able to still manage and be able to um, present and hold on to all of that i think i mean studying from the second piece of it like studying full-time i feel like yes there was the excitement that you're studying a new job you're moving to a new city all of that kind of stuff one of the things i tried to do was say like hey there's a lot of new things new people new city new job new 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 change is great but like we're human beings too much change is not always effective mm-hmm. so i told myself i need you to choose one thing that is always going to be stable that you can lean to because again too again too much change at the same time is crazy that you can look and say like okay this is the same yesterday today tomorrow outside of god so for me that was reading i was like hey i can be going to work on the train i'm going to be reading a book coming back from work i'm going to be reading a book right before i go to bed i'm going to read a book like that was something that I was like this will be a constant like this will not change so when i look back and say like oh you know 
I would expect change in my work because like when you come you're clueless hopefully you have some ideas of what's going on three months in that change I expect but like I don't want a decision where it's like everything is like moving and volatile and there's no one thing I can hold on to and say like you know what in the past three months here is something that has been stable for me so I think that was very helpful because it just helped me ramp up my reading culture reading habits of even being more consistent um but along the same lines too I feel like those are moments where those new beginnings are moments where you reinforce things that are most important to you so like one of the things when I first started working, I thought I'll never be able to travel again. I don't know where that thought came from. And then it only took like less than a month for me to know that that was like a myth. And you could do weekend travel, you could take time off. Like working did not mean no more travel ever. So that was that was something that was important to me and I wanted to infuse just in general. And I was able to lean into that. Um, when it came to work, I said, see, I chose one thing. I said, who do you want to be known as? I want to be known as someone who can get stuff done. Mm-hmm. Whether it's convenient, whether it's convenient or not. And when I say inconvenient, not necessarily saying, oh, inconvenience me, but if there is a fire drill mm-hmm. and management is like, oh, we need somebody who can get this done. Mm-hmm. Whoever they're going to call in that time means someone that they trust. So basically I wanted to be someone that these people would trust and say like, you know what, no matter what, you can count on Derby. That was like a single thing I told myself. And the, um, the other thing I did tell myself was I had this whole conversation with myself. I said, hey, if there's a situation that happens or occurs that makes you need to leave the firm today, tomorrow, the whole firm, we will know that you left the firm. Mm-hmm. And that was such a bold thing because then it was 250,000 employees. Now it's 300K employees. How on earth are people going to know some random person in the New Jersey office? Mm-hmm. Like, who are you? Like, what caliber of person are you? So those are the kind of thoughts I was having. Mm-hmm. And for me, and I didn't bother too much to worry about, like, how is this going to happen? Clearly, after last year, if someone says Derby left the firm, the whole firm knows Derby left because of events of last year. So, like, it was just little, those things. And I would have known, like, four years later, you're going to be Miss New Jersey, you're going to go to Miss USA, mm-hmm. put the firm map. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. But things like that was, that was how I was thinking about the new opportunity but then again it was also like just taking each day as, as it comes right. reviewing not being too hard on yourself like when you first start this new things like because these are spaces you've not been to before or maybe some of your family members have not been to you so you want to do everything perfectly you're gonna mess up you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna think you're gonna get fired the next day and you're not gonna get fired because that's crazy but you just have to like lean in and be okay with that i think with the pageant um Again, I said, like I said, every day is a preparation. So even if you didn't know you had been prepared, mm-hmm. like I was being prepared, whether like I, I was aware or not. And that- I like I like what you just said. <laughs> Sorry if I cut you cut you like off, but I like what you just said there because I wanted to say chip in and say you were preparing your subconscious mind. Yeah, like every day. Yeah, and yeah. It, it it just it just you just said something that. Uh, connects to what i just uploaded for us to prepare for this new year i was like the topic is clarity of your mind and programming your subconscious mind to what you intend to pursue and achieve for this year you know even if you're not consciously doing it but yeah yeah you know like that thing about like whatever you find your hands to do do it well it doesn't have to make sense like it could be me cleaning the floor or 
taking out trash for the community. Mm. But you never know what that opportunity or that thing is teaching you for the next big thing. And so that's kind of like the mindset I always had. So even though I took the year 2022 off, I was um, judging pageants. For me, that was my way of alternative learning, being on the other side, yeah. seeing that less is more, seeing that, oh, you don't need to be doing all of that. Like either you have it or you don't. Like those were the kind of things I was picking up from that experience. Yeah. And then a lot of it too was just like confidence, knowing who sent you. Like I knew that this was a God's, um, God, God's dream, God's plan, planted mm-hmm. in my heart. So even in moments of doubt, I would just remind myself, who sent you? You're here on assignment. They're not just here on vibes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and God is not wicked that he will leave you along the way. Like, he's going to walk you through every single stage mm-hmm. of the process. And then in terms of, like, values, I would say, like, the two key ones, well, two key ones, two key ones. Like, the key ones, number one, knowing that was on assignment. Like, you know, Esther, the story of Esther, the story of Daniel, I was on assignment. Whether I liked it or not, I was on assignment, number one. And the other thing about like being authentic, I think that was the biggest thing I probably did and said and emphasized in my journey. It's like, what does being Derby look like, regardless of being Miss New Jersey? Okay, let's showcase that and use Miss New Jersey as a platform to amplify that authenticity. I don't have to change the way I look, I don't have to change the way I sound. Mm. I don't have to try and do too much mm. to be acceptable to others. Because guess what? Trends always change. People always have opinions anyway. And to lean into that. And um, I think part of it is also that whole thing about excellence. Yeah, The second one was excellence. And this was very important. Juggling work and competing. So people thought I, I took time off work. People thought I... Like I stopped working. I was like, guys, it doesn't work like that. This is America. You have bills to pay. <laughs> but that whole thing about the spirit of, of excellence is a real thing. And it's not easy. So I see you, I hear you throwing the word balance so many times. There was no balance. Mm-hmm. It was prioritization. Mm-hmm. So like my 24 hours was no longer the same 24 hours I had like before becoming Miss New Jersey. Because right. again, nobody is like, oh, you're Miss New Jersey you have events, then I'm going to work in person. And then you have other things. You also have family too. Mm-hmm. And it's just a lot. And then you're preparing for Miss USA. And you want to make sure that you're leveraging the time that you have to make the impact that you want to have. Like, it's just too much going on. Mm-hmm. And there was no balance. It was more like prioritization. Like, okay, you know what? I need to do my workout. I need to check what I'm eating. I need to do X, Y, Z. So there are times I started waking up around 4 a.m. Because the hours were not enough. It's crazy. Sometimes I wake up at 5. It felt like I, w- I woke up late. I was like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. But, the, but the assignment is different. Mm-hmm. You can't use this routine of when you didn't have a particular assignment to be the same routine as when you have an assignment. That does not even make sense, you know? So those are the kind of things I just reminded myself. Like when I was at work, I was like, hey, here are the expectations these people are holding me on to. Mm-hmm. And... Yes, it's gonna be challenging times. There are times I was like, okay, I need help. You know, you guys have to help me. There are times like you just gotta push through nice. and like do what you need to do. Um, because at the end of the day, it's like, like you said, this is not your work. Like, I got a lot of support from work, but the truth of the matter is they don't have to support you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, as crazy as that sounds, it's what you build their, you earn their trust. You have made, I made a bunch of like impact even before coming to my current role. To the point where the firm is like, okay, this is an asset of ours. Like, this girl goes far, JP Morgan goes far. 
like in terms of the narrative in terms of the target audience um and for me it was like don't take that for granted still show up still do good work show these people that hey you're even though like you're doing this other big thing because like you said miss usa is very big it's a crazy process it requires a lot of energy time but you're still here I feel like always reminding myself at the end of the day, prioritization, work is important. Work cannot sleep. It's on everything. And then organizing like that. But then I think the other big thing I learned in college was capacity building. So I always tell this story. The easiest way for me to explain this is when I first came to the US, I couldn't write, I couldn't type an essay, think about the essay, all of that at once. I had to write on paper. So imagine writing five page papers, 10 page papers on actual paper before typing it. Sounds like a very frustrating experience, but I did that for a whole year. Yeah. And when I was done with that first year, it's it's just became like a wildfire. Yeah. Like now I can write 500 words in 10 minutes. And it's not even an exaggeration. It's like every single thing makes so much sense. Yeah. And I realized like when I was going through that brutal process and it looks like, oh my God, this is so brutal. But you're learning, you're training your mind, but you're also building capacity. And the more you do something, the better you get at it the more efficient you are and the less time it takes. And I feel like that was one of the greatest skills that I've been able to have under my belt that makes all the like makes all the difference for me. Like when I tell somebody about my weekend, they're like, wait, <laughs> is it the same weekend that we had? The same Friday and Saturday, Saturday and Sunday. But a lot of that is like capacity building. And again, if you're interested in what you're doing too, like you'll find the passion. But capacity building, especially when you have a lot on your schedule, so that really helped in this in this moment. Like every event I go to, even when like I went to an event today, I had no idea that I was going to speak. I think I mentioned that. But at the back of your mind, you're always ready. Like, and I know people who would have to type their speeches. And literally, I saw all these Congress people, councilmen, very impressive people, having all their speeches in their hands. And then I walk up there. There's nothing in my hand, but then it's as flawless as anything else. But that didn't just start today. It didn't just start yesterday. It's like years. So I feel like that capacity building, that was helpful. And I think the final thing is like that whole mindset of, I finish what I start. Mm. It's very hard to stop halfway. It's very easy to feel like, oh, you know, I've gone a long way. Or you say like, ah, me, I'm strong. I've done all these things. But it's like, all of that does not count. Mm. Did you finish mm. is the question. Sounds really hard, but then again, like that's the thing about life too. When people hear my, I don't like to talk too much about my days when people are like, oh, so how was your day? Oh, so what's going on? I'm like, do you really want to know? Because half the time, people don't want to know because they're not ready, because they don't get it. Because most times they'll be like, oh, you're doing too much. Oh, you're stressing yourself. Okay, cool. It's fine. It's fine if that is too much for you, but like, I'm the one that knows what's on the oil on my head. And I know that's that, right. that sounds too much for you, but like me, I'm like, hey, we have not even scratched the surface yet. We are still, um, <laughs> you know, that kind of, and that's something I learned. Like everybody's life is different. Everybody's path is different and everybody, and all of that should be respected. Like I don't go around and say like, oh, can you imagine that person? All they do is nine to five and they go to bed and they travel and go here and they're living paycheck to paycheck. None of my business, <laughs> your choice. And some people are called to that life, amazing. Not me. And understanding your calling, which is why sometimes I may be like, oh, am I doing too much? Mm. And I remind myself, do you know where you're going? You say it's, it's, but the journey is fast. Mm. Like, your journey is not the same journey. And that's okay. 
and I just use that as a consolation and reminder and remember like, oh, no two journeys are the same. Um, I think having those fundamental knowledge, all those things are really helpful. You know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, you know what? As you were speaking, I was just like <laughs> taking everything all in because that's the that's that's one interesting and fun yet joyful thing about you know hosting stuff like this because you like firsthand first ear <laughs> um experience of what you know whatever you bring on is saying and um i hope people who would eventually listen to this would take one or two out of this and know how to navigate whatever plan it is that they have for themselves this year including myself because i always put myself i'm like including your host i'm also still learning i'm also still growing um even if i have a self-help self-growth podcast trust me there are other things that i'm working on <laughs> even with the podcast and beyond that um i want to improve on so hopefully we are picking up uh things and learning from from one another uh things that we can use to to get better and i do really do appreciate uh you sharing your um, experience and sharing how last year worked out for you and all the things that you were able to implement uh learn and adapt to improvise compromise so whichever one you want to use and uh hopefully people are able to you know get one or two things from there and you know help them uh with the trajectory of how they want the year to go like you know give them an idea even if they have even if you guys have something planned um it doesn't hurt getting information from wherever you can get information from and i i that's one you know focus and goal that i have for this podcast that people can get something tangible from it and implement that into yeah i think i think like the thing about the new year is um so one other thing that helped me last year i remember yeah so one of the things that i think also worked for me last year was clear vision and i was reading somewhere the whole idea of epic goals and basically like a singular goal it doesn't have to be big or too small like it's just basically a clear direction of where you're trying to go mm-hmm. i was having a conversation on ig live with a different friend who had this whole breakthrough in her career and got like a promotion that didn't even make sense but she was so excited about it and she was like oh you know what was your focus because also i was thinking about what my next of career opportunity is and i told her I'm focused on the pageant. Mm. And after that, cuz part of it was like you had for you to go to Miss USA you have to win the state. And state was in two months. So I'm like I'm focused on this and depend on the outcome that would determine what cards I'm playing for the rest of the year. But when I told you like that focus on I'm going. I'm going all the way. Mm. It changes the game. Like you can't show up at Miss USA hoping that oh I'm, I hope I place. You're not going to place. I can tell you before you go. But when you're coming ready and saying, "Hey, I'm putting in the work because I believe in everything about this opportunity being part of my story." That also brings a different kind of level of energy. So I think as people are thinking about the new year, what is that focus of direction? I have my focus of direction. I am thinking about for this new year, which is not the pageant, and that is going to like help guide um the tone of the year. So it doesn't have to be a lot but I noticed that that was one singular thing. Other things happened during the year across different things from like family to 
career itself. But there was that one singular thing and it was almost like you have a target and you're trying to hit that target or you're trying to really focus in like a sniper. And I think that was a game changer. So like for me, that's how I'm approaching every year. Like now I'm like, okay, what is that one thing? We don't need five. We don't need ten. I was about that to ask one... that. That <laughs> was that one. I mean, you're still gonna have different goals. Like I do a right. vision board. I started doing a vision board every year mm-hmm. um, from last year, and I still have my vision boards. And it's, it's all kinds of different things. But then you know, like at the heart of it, there's that one thing right. that is gonna either influence all of the other things, but also I think the other thing is keeping an open mind, like. Mm-hmm. There was no guarantee I was gonna win. Anybody could have won the crown. And that's just like, that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, keep an open mind. Cause what if you win? Right. What does life look like? Yeah. Like, what if you don't win? What does life look like? Because even when you don't win, winning is also relative. What does winning look like for you? Right. Cause another door is gonna open right mm-hmm. away. But the question is, do you have an open mind? Why are you stuck on, oh, I have to win this versus I'm gonna do my best be my best and be open to doors of opportunities that are going to come out of this experience. So that was my experience and my energy even for Miss USA. Mm-hmm. Top 20, amazing. And the doors of opportunities that opened after after that, like, I was like, whoa, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, so much fun. So it's not like, oh, you know, I didn't win. And it's a sad story. It's like, no, I did I did everything I, need, I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And even better doors of opportunities opened that, than I could have imagined. So, oh, so have an open mind, have a clear direction, have have that one thing. I'm just like, you know what, this is it. That epic goal, if you want to call it that, but that one thing that's going to guide and direct you. So when things open up, because the other thing too is like, not every opportunity is for you. So how do you say no to opportunities? Mm. You're able to say no to opportunities when you have that clear thing. If I say, oh, you know what, my career is the focus for the first two quarters of this year. Mm. When there are certain things that will take me out of my career, come along, mm-hmm. it's much easier to say, oh, you know what, this is a great opportunity. I'll rather do it like later in the year mm-hmm. because that's not my focus. Right. But I'm able to say that because I have identified and said, this is where I want my focus to be. So I think that is very powerful and that is very helpful. It was very helpful for me to block out the noise and to zone in right. and like get the results I was looking for. Amazing, amazing. Um, I mean, you pretty much talked about what I wanted to ask. <laughs> like, what is that one thing that you've taken from, you know, the previous year that you can bring into this year and help you navigate uh, this year? So, you know, to my listeners, you can also ask yourself that question. What is that one thing? One thing that I've picked up, one thing that I've learned from last year that I can use to, um, you know, help me with whatever goal or achievement that I'm setting for myself for this year. Um, and it, uh, I'm not just speaking for uh, external achievements and goals. It could be internal. You guys know I always mention like start from within. When you start from within, you can work with the external part of it because once you're set inside, outside would make sense. Like, you know, you'd be clear. Like Debbie said, you'd be, you'd have like a focused, <laughs> you're focused um, vision and everything. So ask yourself, uh, what is that one thing that I was able to do for myself last year? Uh, for example, if Debbie said she learned, um, you know, how to have a, or she learned something about capacity building, that's just not for external purposes only, career or whatever goals that she she said she 
had capacity building from starting from within you know what can yeah. she build and what can she like what can i handle how much can i take in you know what is it that i want to set myself on and develop because you, you might not need to know what writing is or understand what writing is but that's just for me that's that's what i want to that's what i want to grow on and then you never know what you know where you might need that um, mm-hmm. capacity building okay so find your word if it's a word find it and see what you need to uh improve yourself this year and you know keep growing and um like we said you know in the beginning of the episode in the beginning of the uh, podcast like change is constant <laughs> there's gonna be there's gonna be like yeah. a lot of changes it's not it's not like even with the the values and goals question that i had i'm not saying oh it has to stay consistent like you know there's not you know it, it can't be challenged with something mm-hmm. else. but the thing is at the back of your mind is this something that you still intend to hold on to and pursue and so whatever it is that you're doing just understand that you're doing it to place you in a in a in a in a in a point where whatever it is that you wanted to do you can still bring that in merge them together and implement so don't don't be like oh i'm in a new phase oh new kid now so i can't i can't do um, this particular job anymore i can't pursue this goal or you know this passion that i have you can still do it um it the change that you have affects the present time of your whatever values that you have or your goals it, it, it can shift it but we hope to not you know take it all away because those are the yeah. things that kind of keep us steady and going there's something that you hold on to standards values goals that you intend to achieve it kind of um, almost makes you understand your sense of purpose so that you're not just there right it it Mm -hmm. be like okay even with this change i still have something that i can go back to and hold on to and be like this puts me back to myself and i've not lost myself totally Mm -hmm. so um yeah just have that um, like debbie said have that one word that can push you for this year if it's from last year you you kind of um, discovered that and you want to continue with that fine if you discover something this year um use that and let us see how this year goes life is unpredictable we shouldn't forget that but in Mm -hmm. the end of it uh just keep doing what you can do and uh like debbie said she kept on going she's like i have this focus goal Mm -hmm. focus vision and i intend to get to where i intend to get to if i do that's fine if i don't I will pick up experiences and lesson, lessons from from that. So uh, have that, you know, that kind of a mindset. Don't don't um, be too hard on yourself, and uh, see where it takes you. As far as you're building yourself up every single day, like I said, it starts from mm-hmm. when you wake up to the kind of food you want to eat or what you want to do. If I want to go to the gym this time, if you're not able to still, because we keep on saying that I want to do gym, though, you know 
for the whole of this year i want to gym every single day for 30 minutes if you're not still like able to accomplish that knowing that you have that um mindset and you you want to set that standard for yourself it would be um a very good you know mentality to have that even if you're you're able to accomplish it halfway through or somewhere in between you're able to accomplish going to the gym 300 days out of 366 or 200 you're able to do something you can tell yourself that i have improved and there's a certain level of mindset that i think i've I've gotten better at and grown it's all about growth yes guys it's all about growth so this is just a kind of reflection from last year uh using debbie's experience and her new (laughs) new level the new level that she found herself in um to give us an idea on how to work with this new year and how to program our subconscious mind and get ourselves prepared for whatever it is we've set whatever it is god has set and for me like i always mentioned that debbie also mentioned that always have this communication with god in fact holding tight as you can if you're a believer hold on to god um hold on to that sense of purpose and it would it would be a guardian um things that you set down for yourself and Mm -hmm. i want to i know that we have to end this now but you guys uh don't feel don't feel down even if i don't know if you're feeling down or not but either we're going to say it in case you are because i hope i just hope that you you know enjoy what you've listened to so far in this episode but don't want yourself to down we're going to come back with more um informative and diverse topics that can address self-growth and improvement and you know in the midst of that we're gonna have fun in between so that we yeah. can like you know straight words and then because nowadays some people with the attention span can just disappear when it comes to things that sounds educational <laughs> it's just like oh informative give me something that is just ah, what is changing today but these things are also important because at the end and um, when you're by yourself you self-reflect and be like what can i do to be better than what i was yesterday and um, understand that it's it's not just like a straight road you go up you go down you go up you go down at the end um that reminder is important i always mention to you guys that this podcast is not like it's giving you something new from what you might have read from somewhere while growing up from your mentors or whatever from school it is a reminder type of thing the self-girl topics are a sense of reminder like okay i know i used to think like this or i had this at the back of my mind something came up and i forgot about it this podcast is a way to remind me of you know these things that i set for myself or wanted to do so anyway um thank you debbie for for um joining me on this episode i appreciate your presence thank you for having me thank you for inviting me i'm also like learning from you and i'm glad i've learned a lot today (laughs) in this episode (laughs) so uh yeah but anyway we'll see if maybe we can have you back (laughs) (laughs) for now thank you so much thank you so much and um thank you you evening yeah all right guys so that's it for today that's that's it for this episode that's it for this episode and hopefully you guys were able to get one or two things from debbie and uh you know i do hope that you enjoyed what was um, the wisdom the knowledge that was passed down from her experience and you know where she found herself last year 
and hopefully you, you know we are all able to pick up something and if you have any other thing that you you want to share that you feel it could be of help to people um listening uh, this is a tip this is an advice you know this is something i personally learned that you know it can be of use to another person because trust me like even if we have specific things to ourselves you'll be surprised that you know there's someone there out there even if not close to you but somewhere there that might be having the same mindset as you have or be like okay this was the same you know type of growth that i had also last year um but then that's that so not to push on for too long we've had a long session already hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode please remember to share like subscribe follow drop a review and just uh let's see how this year goes i'm not going to give any kind of promise even if i know sometimes i'll promise and then (laughs) we'll be like oh i couldn't get to this i will try my best to um, give contents this year and see how far we can go with bringing more and more people so it's not just me and uh but for now uh, i appreciate you listening if you've listened this far thank you so 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 much for real thank you so much um for listening this far it shows that you guys would like to learn something and i hope you're able to learn something i hope you're able to learn from people who are you know in the same phase of life as you and i I know you know i just hope you're able to get something from this and uh we would we would talk to (laughs) anyway i'm gonna talk to you guys in the next episode i don't know exactly I, i mean i have a list of things to talk about but sometimes I don't have everything like arranged like it's this topic and this topic sometimes i can bring the 10th topic to be the second topic or the 10th to be the first one um whichever way you guys will know what we're going to address when the new episode the next episode after this airs uh, for now stay safe stay um you know blessed stay motivated even when sometimes it doesn't look like you can let's just keep going uh and you know just learn things as we go and experience life as we go be good bad ugly let's just learn stuff and uh get ourselves ready for this new year um i hope that you're spiritually inclined you hold on to god you're firm and you know so you have that clear direction you have that clear guidance on you know what you want to do for this year so yeah until next time it is ciao for me bye and i will talk to you guys in the next episode bye